bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. Follow us on Twitter at iGuestInfo. Send us your questions and we'll try to answer. Now enjoy the show. Well, it's just a great day all around right here in Seattle. It's sunny. We've been looking for the sun for a long time, and the sun came out, and uh, we're going to play some great music and talk to some great people today. So thank you for joining us. I'm going to switch gears right now and bring on one of my uh, personal heroes, Michael Wassman. You might have known him from The Voice, uh, but he is was also, he'll always be a veteran. We love veterans here. I'm on Seattle Wave Radio, and Michael Wassman has a uh, has a has a story that kind of goes with his music career. And he was a veteran, served in Operation Desert Storm, and I'm going to have him kind of tell us that story. But he's going to be playing at the Triple Door in Seattle on the 31st. You can't go because it's sold out. You got to be quick around here, people. And uh, but you can definitely go to michaelwassman.com and you can follow along with uh, where he's going to be next and what's coming up for him. So Michael, thank you for coming on. My pleasure, definitely. Good to be here. Well, you know, Seattle loves Michael Wassman. There's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a natural in Seattle. Every, everybody loves Michael Wassman. When, whenever I'm kind of talking to people about guests, they're like, "You got to get Michael Wassman." I'm like, "I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm gonna, I'm tracking him down." Well, I'm glad it finally worked out. <laughs> Me That's too. Awesome. You're gonna be at the Triple Door. Yes, on Easter Sunday. On Easter so Sunday, what can people expect? Yeah, we didn't really, when we booked the show, I didn't realize it was Easter. So I was like, I don't know if this is such a great idea, but I guess it it worked out all right. So um, this Sunday, um, I'm actually going to be filming it and recording it. So I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with the footage yet, but we might um, at one point in time release a live DVD of the show. I don't even think the people coming know it yet. So that could be interesting. That could be interesting. That could be. Now, I mean, you also play at Jazz Alley a couple times a month. Is that right? Uh, no. Um, I've actually only played Jazz Alley uh, once. It was, uh, oh, okay. I think a couple of months ago. We did three shows there. Um, okay. okay. And um, just started playing that venue. Beautiful spot. Yeah, I- I had some friends who said, oh, yeah, we, we caught Michael Watchman at uh, Jazz Alley. You should catch him there. So um, I have a, a friend, Lee Oscar, plays there the last Friday of every month. I've been meaning to get over to see him Oh yeah, um, play over there. And uh, um, had him on just a, a, a little while ago. And um, and, I, and then they connected you, and they're like, oh, well, Michael Watchman's also at Jazz Alley. So anyway, it, it's not a regular thing, though, that, that you're there, just, just sometimes. Yeah, I... I think we were talking. We we're trying to put another show um, there, but their schedule is usually pretty booked out as well. So, just trying to find you know dates when they're available and I am. Um, but we'll get it together sometime this year. I'm sure I'll do another show. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. Well, we'll look out for that. And I want to tell everyone that you don't spell your name Michael like the traditional way. It's M Y C L E. Wassman, W-A-S-T-M-A-N. If you're looking for him, if you're going to Google him or you're looking for his website, you're going to have to spell it M-Y-C-L-E, Wassman. That's right. And uh, and they can find all of your information on there. Well, The Voice started up last night. You were on The Voice. Um, mm-hmm. Did you watch? I didn't watch it yet. Um, it's on my DVR, though, so I'm sure that I'll get around to it. I had dinner plans last night, so we went out with some good friends. Um mm-hmm. But uh, I'll definitely get around to seeing what's going on there on The Voice. I 
I guess, uh, well, you watched it, so um, I guess how, how does uh, Usher and uh, uh, Shakira stand up? Well, they did good. Um, people seemed to still gravitate to Blake and um, uh, Adam um, as far as mentors. You had CeeLo as your mentor, right? I did. I did. Mm-hmm. And so did Vicky. Martinez had CeeLo as well. That's That's correct, yeah. yeah. But he's not on there this year. CeeLo's CeeLo doing connection. other projects. Exactly, <laughs> the Seattle CeeLo connection. Yep. How, how how was CeeLo for you? Did you? Oh, he was well, great. Of course you probably um, liked him. Yeah, I mean, I I gravitated towards him personally, just on a like a you know an artistic level. Um, you know, he's more of an R and B. He's an R and B singer, of course, but he's also a producer songwriter. Um. I thought he could, you know, maybe teach me a few things as far as putting on a show. He does that pretty well, that's for sure. Definitely, he is definitely a showman. He is definitely yeah. a showman. You're right about that. What what made you want to sign up for The Voice? Um, well, you know, it, it seemed to be uh, just an excellent opportunity for, you know, a musician like me, you know, being that I'm older. And, you know, the other shows, they, they really don't, you know, cater to people, I think, over 28 or whatever mm-hmm. the age limitations are. And the voice is more of a, like, it gives a lot of people second chances, you know. It's uh, it's not just, you know, they're except, they, they put people on the show from all over the board, people with records, you know, uh, that already have right, contracts had, that didn't, right. didn't make it and, you know, didn't really do well. And it's like a second chance to put yourself out there and show America that, you know, there's still some talent left in these bones, you know. Try this well, again. And I, see what you think. I, I think it gives you instant kind of credibility too for people who don't know you like like we know you here in Seattle. So if you're playing somewhere else and then you kind of attach, oh, well, he was on The Voice, automatically I think that that gives you a, you know a little bit more. Um, like I said, credibility in their mind, and, and they, they take you serious. Of course, once they hear you, um, they'll, they'll already figure that out for themselves. But sometimes just getting them to hear you—I mean, that's just that's happening. Absolutely, battle. absolutely. It's a, uh, you know, just a. I can't even tell you how much the exposure is worth, just to be put mm-hmm. out there on a national stage. You know, a lot of doors open up after that. Right. Just, uh, say, yeah, I was on the Voice. Uh, well, we can book you here then, you know, over here in <laughs> Arizona or wherever. Right. That's pretty cool. But you'd had national exposure prior to that. So tell us your Christmas story on CNN. Ha! Um, <laughs> well, uh, it was, uh, I think, Christmas 91. And, um, you know, I, I really didn't think much of it as a big deal. But I was one of the only soldiers that brought a guitar with me. Um, to uh, Desert Storm or over there, I guess it was Saudi Arabia at the time, and uh, uh, Schwarzkopf was was doing a like a, a Christmas type of service, you know, with the head chaplain out there, and uh, you know, I said, hey, I can I can sing a song for the service if you know if you guys would like, and they thought the idea was great, so basically I sang Silent Night, and CNN was there, and they were taping the whole thing. And then, you know, I got a call from my, uh, well, not a call, I called my family. We used to had a tent set up and all these phones that we could dial back at home at certain times of the 
a week. And I called back and said, yeah, we saw you on CNN singing Silent Night. It was uh, pretty thrilling. I didn't even know I was, you know, going to be on it at all. So <laughs> that was uh, kind of crazy. And yeah. A lot no, of people probably saw that. <laughs> Probably, you know. I know it seems like '91 was so long ago, but it seems like this kind of desert storm, and then we had an enduring freedom, and you know, it's just this kind of thing's been going on, you know, for quite a while. But we certainly sure appreciate your service and uh, serving in the army, and then it's it just it was a bonus that uh, for everybody that you got to go over there and 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 perform, and then kind of have that. Um, behind you as well. Do you get a lot of support from service members or or do most people know that they, that you are a veteran? Um you know the the people that do are that do know that I, you know, serve there. They're really supportive. I mean, you know, I figure it's I don't feel like I, I did really anything special, you know. I mean, I really you know, I appreciate the soldiers that are out there doing their thing right now, but for me, you know, I signed up, and it was one of those things. I was 18, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And um, I ended up over there in Iraq, and, you know, I wouldn't change a thing. It definitely taught mm-hmm. me a lot, you know. Just uh, Yeah, um, my husband served in uh, Operation Desert Storm as well. I remember we were stationed at March Air Force Base, and a lot okay. of the soldiers came back through March Air Force Base, and it was so crazy that it, um, these planes would come in onto the flight line, and the and the freeway along Riverside, um, uh, I forget I think it was the 15 freeway in Riverside, California. People, all the cars just stopped, and of course, it looked like a parking lot as far as you could see, and people were just so excited about the troops coming back, and they loaded everyone on the bus, and they took them down the freeway. I think they were going back to Camp Pendleton or something, and I'll never forget that people were just flying flags, and uh, the buses were slowing down, and, and just on the side of the freeway, you could slap everybody's hand, and all the soldiers were hanging out, you know, of the windows, and everyone was giving high fives, and stuff. it was such a fantastic time and I was so happy that uh, I, I could be there and watch that and, and that you know people could experience that kind of thing and you know ever since it's kind of drug out since then but but, but that was a, a really special time and we certainly appreciate everybody who's who volunteers and we have an all-volunteer force so everybody who's uh, who's uh, participating is, is volunteering so we appreciate everybody who does that. Well, thank you very much. I, I heard they, you know, the Army actually increased uh, their age limitation. It used to be 36, and now it's uh, 42. So I guess they're... Well, I'm probably people. running out of people. <laughs> it's been going yeah, on a long you know, time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, and they've been at war, and it's a lot riskier to, you know, join up, because you know you're probably going to go over there. Well, it used to be anyway. Um, right. I kind of wish that, honestly, I, I probably would have stayed the full 20, at least in the reserves. I did four years after active service, but I didn't want to, I think I needed to tie myself down because I wanted to pursue some other things. But well, I, sure. said, I think that sure. would have been great to stay in. But Well, you're, you're performing a service in another way by, by letting us all listen to your music. I'm going to play out as we go. I'm all oh. over it. Awesome. And can you tell me a little bit about that song? Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, I wrote the song with uh, Keith Fallisay. Um He's a Nashville guy. He's written, I guess, probably a few pretty big hits. Um, 
basically the song is, you know, just about that uh, girl that uh, that you think is, you know, just the perfect one for you, and you're going to get her, you know, no matter what, even though she's really not into you at all. So, but it's like I'm all over it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen. It's kind of a <laughs> yeah, and you know, just talking about how beautiful and awesome that that girl is, and you know how you want her to be yours. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on. People can find you at the Triple Door on the 31st, but, of course, not everyone's going to get to be able to see you there because that show's sold out. But they can go to your website, and they can stay up on current events where you're going to be performing around the country. And, of course, we support Michael. We support veterans. And turn out and see Michael. He's a good guy, very, very highly, highly talented on top of everything else. So you get to... uh, um, uh, support a veteran, you get to support a musician, and you get to support a talented musician veteran all at one shot. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> thanks, Michael, I for coming it. on. Definitely. No problem. Definitely. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. Yep. Well, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was Michael Wassman, and we're going to go out listening to one of his songs, I'm All Over It, and you saw Michael on The Voice. He's performing around the country. He's going to be in Seattle on the 31st. That show is sold out. But he's coming to an area near you. So make sure that you go to his website, michaelwassman.com, and support this great guy doing great things with his music. So thank you for joining us today. We're going to go out with I'm All Over It by Michael Wassman. Have a good day.